The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Let's start with a Smart Moves tip. The key to a strong business is solid, lasting relationships with people who buy from you or utilize your services today as well as tomorrow. So how do we develop the rapport needed to build, leverage, and maintain these critical relationships? My guest today is Pat Dewar, and he will show us the way to be able to immediately establish rapport when meeting strangers and to keep that rapport going with people we know. He says there are seven primary internal gifting areas that you can utilize when you meet prospects and clients so that they will respond more favorably to you. One of the key ingredients to great relationships is trust, and these keys get you to trust fast. Pat has 20 years of professional selling experience. He is also host of the TV show, The Business Spotlight, interviewing business celebrities in the North Texas area. In the course of his interviews, he uncovers their business successes and how they make their claim to fame. So today... We will uncover Pat's secrets on the seven ways to create instant rapport. Welcome, Pat. It's a delight to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Marcia. It's always great to be with you. So let's start with the basics. What is, why is rapport so important? Well, you know, like you said before, everything that you do, everything that we uh, engage in in relationships, has to do with do they believe you, do they trust you, do they like you. And if you're operating in a level of trust and engagement that people are um, uh, willing to step in closer to you, willing to take the, the friendship to another level where they may actually buy from you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that speed of trust, as the the book, you know, so eloquently talked about, is something that in today's world you need to get to faster. And if there were a couple of tools that could unlock a person's 
belief in you, trust in you, even like of you, wouldn't it be worth looking at? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly would. It certainly would. Um, I know you're going to give us the the keys, um, but you know what comes to my mind? I have experience where there are some people I could immediately build rapport with. It's just something. And there are other people that, you know, there's, there's this, seems to be this barrier. Are you going to get into that? Yeah. One of the things that we want to look at is what creates that synergy that seems to happen so quickly with some people. And then when you come across somebody that it doesn't seem to be clicking, Mm -hmm. what are they telling you? And how are they telling it to you? And then the most important thing is learning how to adjust your behavior to one that matches theirs. You know, so in the in in years gone by, I know all of us in the in the kind of coaching world or helping others world, um, they they usually go through at some level a DISC profile, the ISC profile. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing that most of us learn, whether we're a driver, an influencer, or a servicer, or a competency, is who we are. But most of the time, we don't really understand that the real power in understanding your area is learning how to speak to the other areas. Right. In, this, in this, in these seven keys, it's the same thing. It's a little bit deeper dive. It's a little bit different presentation uh, for building rapport. Because what you really want is that when you come, when you meet somebody, when you work with somebody, you begin to anticipate their needs. And when you do that, they read it. They pick up on it, and they respond to it. Because you just made being a friend to you, made the friendship factor mm-hmm. easier, uh, an, uh, an easier, I want to say a lower obstacle. It's just become easier to accept you into their clan. Does that right. make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And so let's start that deeper dive. Um, how did you learn about these keys? Excellent question. Thank you so much. Actually, back in 1999, I went through a self-improvement workshop called The Road Adventure. Mm-hmm. I like Dr. Phil on steroids. <laughs> and, you know, it's a multi-weekend thing. It's over here at Richardson. It had mm-hmm. started in 96, I think. And, and uh, so in 99, it had been, it was doing really well. And anyways, it still goes on today in Richardson. If you go to theroadadventure.org, you know, you'll find it. You'll learn about mm-hmm. it. But in the in this uh, multi weekend thing, the first weekend was about kind of helping you with forgiveness and dropping the baggage. The second mm-hmm. weekend more about negative tapes and what holds you back, mm-hmm. teaching you how to, to to rewrite your hard drive. And the la- the third one was how to process pain that's kept you bound, how to mm-hmm. have better boundaries with others in your life, how to have better relationships, how to find your purpose and your passion and walk into it. Well, I got to the third weekend, got to this, this um, find your purpose and your passion thing, and they show the seven-question test. Mm-hmm. And I want to share that test with you, and I know that this is audio, so you can't see it, but what I can do is read you the questions. We'll talk about each of them, 
And if you're interested in actually getting this test, just email me. Is that all right if I give that information, Marsha? Sure. Not, not a problem. So just email me at patrick at doersuccess.com, patrick at doersuccess.com. And I'll, I'll be happy to send this material to you because it's good to know what your primary gifting is. And then we're going to go much deeper into what are the others and how do you, how do you speak to them, how do you uh, meet them, greet them, and become friends with them very quickly. Fair enough? Fair enough. So let's start. Okay. So in this test, the first thing they ask is, would you rather... In your life, would you rather, naturally looking back over your history, would you rather work with your hands or speak with your mouth? <laughs> so, Marsha, in your universe, would you rather work with your hands or speak with your mouth? Well, obviously, I speak with my mouth, yes. <laughs> well, you're, you, you are on radio. Most of us in that spectrum tend to be on the talker side of things rather than the doer side of things. Right. The first thing I want to do, though, is I want to go over the doer side, just so that they get people get a feel for that as well. Okay. Okay? Okay. And then you and I will go through the speaker side. Usually, in in the presentation when I was directing those workshops, I eventually became the uh, the senior director of this program for a while, uh, many years actually. And I would always tell people, "Okay, you talkers, just hush, and we're going to work with the (laughs) the ones that would rather work with their hands." If you're working with your hands, do you respond more to people's practical needs or how people feel? That's the question you just do people's practical needs or how people feel. Now, don't deliberate on this. What you want to look at is in your past, where have you seen yourself? Now, I did leave one one thing that's really important. You can only put your initials in one spot, okay? For all those people that are talkers, they're chomping a bit trying to follow along, and I'm going to go, just be patient, we'll get to you. The ones that are working with your hand, it can be a little bit of a challenge here to say, okay, A or B, but I'm going to okay. assume that if you said how people feel, and you would put your initials in number one, and like mm. I say, for those that are hearing this, just write down the number one if it's okay. you'd respond to how people feel. If it's you'd respond to people's practical needs, then I'm going to ask you, would you rather help somebody by doing something for them or giving them money? You do, if you're a doer and actually take action, then number three is the number you want to write down. Mm-hmm. If it's giving them money, number four is your number. Okay? okay. So we're done with the doer side. Okay, so I'm a speaker, but I guess I... I Anyway, so the, <laughs> the, 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 uh, let's go over to speakers. Okay, and for those we have, of us that, go ahead. And we have about three minutes to do that, okay? Not so I appreciate the, the heads up. Okay. So on the speaker side, to form an opinion about something, would you probably, would you go by what you feel or, uh, or believe already, or would you research it until you're confident? So if you go by what you feel or believe already, we're going to go on down to the next thing. If you research it, you're going to write number two. Okay. Number two if you're a researcher. Okay. So then you, in giving advice, this is continuing with the go by what you feel or believe. In giving advice, would you give practical steps of action or quote a, uh, it says scripture, but a lot of times it could be uh, a reference as an absolute basis for action. Would you quote something 
uh, or would you give steps? If you're giving steps, do you find that you adapt easily to any situation or get frustrated with red tape and delay? Now, if it's adapt easily, you're going to write number six down. If you get frustrated with this already, number seven. And if you were a quote or of some sort of scripture or something, it's number five. So, and so you've got number, the speakers have option of number two, research it. Number five, they quote something. Number six, they adapt easily. Or seven, they've already gotten frustrated with this. <laughs> so, and, and what this is all going to do is these point to what I call, what we call the characteristics. Now, mm-hmm. if, you, if I'm not mistaken, we have about a minute. Is that about right? About a minute, yes. Okay, so I'm just going to read to you where, you know, if you've got your numbers, one through seven, mm-hmm. what you want to do is um, write down mercy next to number one, okay. teaching next to number two, service next to number three, giving next to number four, professing next to number five, exhortation next to number six, and administration next to number seven. And with that, I want to come back after the break and really go into this in a deeper dive. Sounds great. And um, I will tell you what, um, and the listeners, which number is mine when we come back. But it's a short, it's time for a short break. This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge. Stay tuned. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the smart moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome. 
This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today on The Business Is is Pat Dewar, giving insights into the seven ways to create uh, instant rapport that keeps going and giving. And at the end of our last uh, segment, uh, if some of you have just joined in, Pat gave a quick test uh, to see uh, where we're at. And now Pat is going to be give the give descriptions um, in terms of the seven keys and the and the seven gifts. So, Pat, why don't you go ahead? Thank you so much, Marcia. So, what we talked about last time is just really where do you get your energy from? Now, it doesn't it doesn't look like that when you first go through the test. It's like, okay, these are silly questions. And the first time I took the test, quite honestly, I just went, "This is useless." Until it got into, well, where did I end up? Number two. And we'll talk about number two uh, as we get moving into this. But the idea here is that I told you at the end, if you had number one, you're mercy. Number two, teaching. Number three, service. Number four, giving. Number five, professing. Number six, exhortation. And the last, number seven, was administration. So let's look a, a little bit about it with, within each of these. Let's dig, dig a little deeper because sure. what I'm trying to do – oh, go ahead. What, Marsha? No, I said go go right ahead. Okay. So mercy. When somebody is a, a, a high mercy, if that's their gifting, one of the things that you'll notice about them is they always look for uh, the good in other people. Is it, they're, they're attracted to people who are hurting or distressed. Um, they may take uh, they a- take action to remove it. Um, they're they're always concerned about the emotional distress uh, more than physical need. They love to do thoughtful things, and they tend to be indecisive. It is funny, but he, one of the reasons why I spent a little bit of time on that, you know, the hearers that that uh, um, wanted to uh, uh, do they respond to people's emotional needs or take action, well, the indecisive ones were really having a hard time there. But, <laughs> and the other thing about it, and this is where it really shows up, you'll meet somebody and they, they, they're really sensitive to what other people feel. So much so, it's almost scary. They can sit down in a, in a group of people and they know who's hurting. Emotionally, they attract people to them where they could be on a bus, uh, like, well, they could be on a bus and the person next to them will feel compelled to almost puke their life on them, okay? <laughs> that they'll, they'll give them the whole story of where they came from and why they are the way they are. And, all. and, and, and that mercy is sitting there wondering, do I have like a neon sign behind me that says, please puke your life here? And for those mercies that are kind of chuckling right now, um, in an, at an energetic level, yeah, you kind of do. At a spiritual level, so to speak, yeah, you kind of do. And, and it's hard because a lot of these people, they hurt so much for others, they don't know what to do with what they've been given. Mm-hmm. And in fact, a, a great show that I recommend for all you mercies to go out and watch, and that is The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that that character that is, you know, the main character isn't Tom Hanks, it's the other guy. And he literally pulls into himself the pain of others. And if he doesn't let it go, 
he gets sick. Mm. You know what? If we take into our lives, if we're a big mercy, and we take into our lives the hurt and pain of others, and we don't let it go, mm-hmm. two things happen. Either we get sick or we get fat. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that that way. We begin to really just chunk up because we continue to pack all that stuff into us. you got to let it go. you got to release so, it. So let's move on to the next one now. So teaching. Teachers are just talk too much. No, I shouldn't say it that way. Because <laughs> I was number two, and it said, you know, you present the truth in logical, systematic ways. You love to study. Uh, a lot of teachers will have five or six books going at once. They tend to neglect the practical application of the truth. Now, that sounds a little odd, but here's what it means. I, uh, I have an elliptical in my, in my house, and it, I'm so thankful it has those two little handles that stick up because they hold my coat real well. Mm-hmm. For those of you that understand what I just said, yes, I know I should work out, but sometimes the workout equipment doesn't get all the, the juice that it should, right? So they, some people know what to do. They just don't always uh, apply what they know to do. Um, they're easily sidetracked. They tend to be emotionally self-controlled, and often they have a select uh, circle of friends. A select group, small group of friends that they they uh, really get along with. Well, again, teaching, it's just one of those things where you love to learn and you like to share what you love to learn. Service. These are the people, number three, are the people that you invite to your um, party, and they will come early, stay late, and help you with the dishes. <laughs> it may sound a little odd, but these are the folks that, they, they love to help others. They're the ones that notice that the socks are on the floor. Um, they're the ones that, that will go out of their way to do sweet things for other people and gifts and, and gifts of service. Mm-hmm. And they usually don't know how to say no very well. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they overextend themselves. The other thing that's really important in dealing with the service, recognize their gift of work, but then even beyond that, Make sure that you use two words because they're oxygen to the service, and the, that oxygen is thank you. Yes. They yes. need the appreciation. Yes. So moving on, giving, it's not that these people have the ability to just empty their pockets to everybody. It's that they have the attractor factor for whatever resources required. So they freely give money, yes, but they also give of their possessions, their energy, their time, and their love. They actually are, you know, many times very good with money, very good in business. They'll, uh, they, they will uh, have, a, they do have a gift of being able to uh, ask for money from others. One of the best givers I ever saw literally walked up to us when we were, I was back in what I call Dilbertville, and she would say, hey, it's, it's Steve's birthday to, next week. And she'd hold her hand out and say, $2. And then she would continue to hold it out there <laughs> and hold it out there. I'd be pulling $2 out of my wallet and thinking, I don't even like Steve. Why am I doing this? And she'd get it. And there are a number of stories where I've seen people like that. They want to do something like they want to take bears down to the Angel Tree Project and they right. start on Monday, and by Friday, they have 315 bears. And she did that one week. I was blown away. But I saw then that that's what she is, is she has that, that ability to attract the resources. 
Okay. Well, and now we have, on time. we have about four minutes, so how can you cover the next three, okay? No worries. So professors okay. are the people that see the error in the ointment, even if they have to put it. No, they won't do that. What they will do is they'll see, um, they'll be that person in your life that tells you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. Right. They're going to look at you and they're going to, they believe they've been given Thor's hammer of truth. And the and the the anointing to use it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's something that is kind of difficult. They can be very in your face mm-hmm. and direct because that's the way that they think. The exhortation is a person that can change the state of a room when they walk into it. Uh-huh. They're like the cheerleader or the, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean more like just the person that can charge a room. They, people love to be around the exhortation because they, they have this ability to walk up to you and say, you can do it. Mm. And if they, they touch you, they charge you with that. And for somebody that is down or somebody that is challenged, that you can do it can change their universe because it gives them such a charge that it gives them the ability to move forward. The administrator is the person that loves to bring order to chaos. They do it naturally. It just flows out of them. And sometimes they're looked at as bossy, but that's not it. Their function is to bring order. And so mm-hmm. that's the way they do it. They are, they're many times, they don't like the red tape. They just want to get stuff done. They um, many times have, a, have to have a thicker skin because mm-hmm. they have been um, looked at unfavorably by certain people that feel too much because the administrators will tell you kind of what needs to be done and they'll, they'll challenge you in ways that are sometimes not fun. Sometimes an administrator, everything in their world is a nail and they're a hammer. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but the real gifted ones know how to bring people together to create the solution. So well, those you- are the seven gifts. As you went through them, a couple of my reaction, and I think it would be typical of the reactions of listeners. Um, first, uh, uh, probably each one of us could say, well, we fit more into one of these. And, um, you know, and, and I'll be very happy to tell you which one that I fit into. But the second thing that, um, and, and also I could put people, certain people, into each of these seven categories. So... I know we're going to be close to a break in a minute or two. Uh, one of the things that would concern that I would like you to get into is how do we react to each one of these so that we can build rapport? And I find with I have a person that I just don't like, and I'll be you know I think we all do, and I can see why because that person fits into one of these, and instead of not liking her, maybe to help me look at. How do I build rapport knowing that this is the this is one the, how do I um, tap into her gifts? So I think uh, can we do that when we come back from a break, Pat? That would be the, the uh, that'd be delightful. Delightful. Love to do it. 
Okay, so uh, listeners, it's time for a short break. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, and when we come back, my guest, Pat Dewar, is going to tell us how we can utilize this information to build rapport with people who are different than us. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Pat Dewar, giving us insights into ways to create instant rapport. Um, Pat has gone over the seven keys or the seven characteristics or the gifts that we have. Um, And now, Pat, how do we use this information? Excellent. So one of the best ways to do it is let's start with you, Marcia. When you took the okay. test, um, I knew which one you were, but <laughs> which one did you end up falling into? Uh, exhortation. Exhortation. Of course. Yes. You love to encourage others. You're a coach. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what your gifting is. You have the ability to change people's paradigm just by your interaction with them. So as a, as a speaker, you can change and charge a room. As a coach, you can change people's lives. Great place to be. But one of the things that you run into is when you look at the different giftings, yes. that, you know, you figure that everybody's got a dominant one. They might have a secondary, but let's talk about just the dominant. If you're working with a mercy, mm-hmm. She or he will respond to your charging. 
almost like they're turbocharged. They're they because they read that energy that you bring to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a lot of fun. You guys can actually kind of play in the same realm. But mm-hmm. if the mercy is down, then one of the things that you do is you say, "Look, I have you know I've been there, done that. I've got the T-shirt. Believe me, you can you can do this. Mm-hmm. So you can charge them back up." The one thing that an exhortation won't tolerate very long from a uh, a mercy is the the continued staying down. Yes. They yes. go, look, and you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. If you're, an, if you're, an, if you're dealing with a teacher, they mm-hmm. usually want to exchange all of the details, all the information, all these different things, and you're kind of going, look, I mean, give me, give me a little shorter version because i got a lot to do today and I want to, I want, I want to move forward, but I want to make sure that what I'm getting is the information that I can use to, to, to charge others. Because you're mm-hmm. getting your energy from charging others, not just intellectual ascent. Right. You, you follow me? If you're well, dealing, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Because oh. one of the issues that I have as an uh, being, you know, exhortation is very high energy, very up, wanting to change the world. But that can be just like every strength of ours can be a weakness. And I would believe with some of these. It, it, I could be coming on too strong. Absolutely. Um, so Absolutely. how do you deal with that? Well, for one, you got to if you learn how what these different characteristics are, and you can begin to read people fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Then what you do is you adapt to their their methodology. If you're right. around a teacher, one of the things you can do is um, rather than making it in a sense all about you. Right. You want to sit there and say, if I want to build a rapport with this person, I've got to interface in their universe. So you right. have to sit there and think in terms of they want to talk about, you know, creating, um, you know, presenting truth in a logical, systematic way. Right. Well, right. Then you want to basically interchange with them on that those subjects, other books they've read, other topics they've researched, things of that nature that they find very interesting. Because what you've done is you've allowed them to be the, um, the in a sense, the, the circle of attention, okay, um, rather than you happen to be the, the, in the circle of attention. And, and, and that, that's just good. I mean, that's kind of, uh, what is it, win friends and influence people uh, right, 101? Right, right. You know? So- I would imagine, because I like you when you go through each one of these, is how do we adapt our behavior to them? So I'm thinking of the mercy. They like to do thoughtful things. Uh, They want to be helpers. Um, So perhaps you can ask them to do something and and tell them how how important what they're doing is. Would you suggest that for mercy? Absolutely. It's a great, (laughs) great idea to to look at what they find important, and then try to, to charge that. They're going to be very, you know, talking about feelings a lot. And so that's mm-hmm. the way you have to communicate with them is in the feeling mode. The, the, it pretty much in each of these, if you come across a service, you want to work alongside them. It's not okay. so much about you charging them. It's about you just working alongside of them and appreciating what they do. Um, a lot of times the servers and the mercies don't want to be in leadership. They don't like that role. Because right. darts are thrown at that level, and they're, they're too sensitive to that. Um, they might have to say no, and that's very painful for a service or a mercy. 
When you talk, in, when when an exhortation and a professor, so to speak, a professing gift are in the same room, it can be war. <laughs> I, that's one of the ones that I have difficulty. I have a specific person in mind, and it's yes, we're like oil and water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the uh, here's the quick tip: duck. Uh, duck. <laughs> just duck. Just get out of the way of the hammer. And don't let it phase you, because okay. they think in terms of, you know, this is the truth, this is what you yes. need to do. Yes. And you want to sit there and say, you know what, thank you for your contribution, but that's all it is, is a contribution. So you got to kind of become, you can use the visualization, you have to be like water in front of that person. And so that Thor's hammer hitting water, just the water just separates and comes back together, and it doesn't catch the offense. It just looks at them and recognizes who they are and says, that's a professor. <laughs> you know, think of old-time prophet, you know. Yes. And they think that they know everything and they see all the wrong in the world or whatever. Yes, and yes. just kind of go, you know what, yes. that's, that's, that's your paradigm and that's fine. So, you know, you just kind of let it run. Now, the, the one thing that's kind of fun is exhortation and administrators, a lot of times they work very well together. Uh, right. Especially if the administrator is fairly mature in their administration. Because right. the, it's really funny. We used to do a little thing where we would take and ask everybody what their gifts were, you know, and say, okay, if you're a mercy, come up to the front. So one person to step up front. And then we'd have a, a, a teacher and a server and a giver and, you know, have seven people standing in front of the group. And then we would look at them and say, okay, if we went out to dinner, all of us after, afterwards tonight, and I brought a grandchild, and that grandchild drank three cups of, of Dr. Pepper, how much do you think they would be, you know, buzzing out of their brain? Probably enough to spill something, right? Mm-hmm. So what are each of these gifts going to do naturally? And it's so cool, because they've never looked at this stuff before, but you go to, the, you go to that mercy, what are they going to say? It's okay. It's okay, yeah. What's the teacher going to do? If you'd have set your cup right here, it, that wouldn't have occurred. And they right. all say this every time without training. Like, you're wonderful. Because this is a natural thing. Servers are going to go for the for uh, some cows. The giver <laughs> is going to order another Dr. Pepper. The professor is going to say, no, not another Dr. Pepper. Get them a drink of water, and Mr. Parent or Miss Parent, oh, my God, how stupid can you be and still breathe for letting your child drink three Dr. Peppers? Okay, maybe they didn't, wouldn't say all that, but believe me, it would kind of come out that way. The exhortation is going to be like the mercy. It's okay, and then they're probably going to try to, to, to teach him to, you know, I mean, they're going to do something that is, uh, makes the kid feel good about himself. Maybe spill their own drink, too. Crazy. And then the administrator, though, is the one that's going to basically, if he's good or she's good, they're going to look at all the gifts on the table and organize everybody. And this is the beauty of the organizer, is that if somebody can get a hold of this, and I've seen it. I saw a lady, she was an executive secretary. She got a hold, she realized this was her gift. She went back to her her, uh, company, and within a year, she was a VP of the company because she asked them, Give me the power to do what I uh, what you're asking me to do and what you know I can do. They right. did, and she did phenomenal. So she went from one level to another just by operating the gift. 
So can I ask you, because we went through several, one that we really didn't touch that well, and that's giving. So uh, describe the giving person. So, you know, they, they might give freely of their possessions. They, they want to feel a part of everything that they donate to. Um, mm-hmm. They may use financial giving, but they also will give other ways. Um, they'll pressure others to give. Uh, they have natural, uh, effective business ability. They're usually very good in business. And right. they, they, they love to give without others knowing about it. Okay. And, again, the biggest thing about a giver is that they attract the resources. There's somebody that you actually want on your team. Everybody should have a giver on their team because they, whatever you need, they have the ability to get. And it's not money to be anything. And so, um, you know, a, a couple thoughts that came to my mind, and we have just a couple more minutes left, is um, this has been very helpful to me in, in two ways, and I believe the listeners as well, that um, we all have gifts, and we all need to use those gifts, and other people have different gifts than us. And we have to build rapport. We need to be able to talk to their gifts. And also, uh, when you talked about the professor, um, you've helped me tremendously in how to develop rapport with this person. So did I kind of sum it up? And are there other couple things that you want to say in the next two minutes before we take our break? I'd love to. Yes, you did a perfect job. Thank you very much. The idea behind all of this is if you know how to read other people's needs, then you can adapt to their needs. And in so doing, you'll develop a faster rapport with them because they'll think you're part of their tribe. Mm-hmm. They'll think you're like them. And that's the fastest way to rapport is when other people think, well, you're just like me. And it's not so much about being ingenuous to yourself because, quite honestly, in business, it's not all about you. It's about who you serve and what you do for them. And if you can learn to give more effectively into the others' lives to help them get where they want to go, well, doesn't that mean that you're going to do just fine? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's what you really want to really want to focus on. And, and I would just say, you know, people ought to get these, these uh, things from me and, and use them any way that they need to, or they can go to the road adventure and, uh, and uh, learn the complete program. But, I just wanted to make sure if you have these tools, you can learn these tools, it can change your world in a massive way. It did mine. It literally, I was 40 when I found out I was a teacher. Never knew it, and it changed my universe. And I've gone on to do all the TV, radio, and presenting even with people like Zig Ziglar. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, at this point, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, Pat is going to tell us how to contact him, how to get these resources, and how to start using this immediately. So, um, this is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. You're listening to The Business Edge. Stay tuned. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. 
Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back. This is Marsha Seidel, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Pat Dewar, giving insights into the seven ways to create instant rapport. We've heard so much about this, and I'm sure if you would like to take uh, Pat's test and get more information, Pat, how can they contact you? The, way, the easiest way to do it, Marcia, is just email me. It's patrick at doersuccess, that's D-O-E-R, success.com. If you wanted to, to uh, chat about anything that, that you're, you know, as far as, you know, possibly being on my TV show or something of that nature, yeah, just call myself, 817-368-6843. So much of what we're doing today is really trying to help others get uh, more, not just more accomplished, but really in business, it really is about getting more uh, business, but really helping more people do what they want to do. And so much of this uh, training is really about just helping you help others get what they want. And uh, that, that just seems to be the way to, 
to continue your prosperity in every area. Is that what you were hoping for, Marcia? Is there is there anything else that I'm missing? No, I just want to thank you so much, Pat, both for your knowledge and your information and your friendship, because this this is a cool guy, everyone, and he is a giver beyond belief. So thank you so much, Pat. It's always my pleasure, and I know that if uh, if somebody is listening to this and they're a business owner, I will tell you, you ought to sponsor Marsha. You ought to be a sponsor on her show. And if you're a, per, a business owner that wants to reach the next level, you should be connecting to Marsha right away. She will get you there. Thanks again, Marsha. Thank you, Pat. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. What would you do? Hire Mary or Julie? Sally started her business a year ago and has been doing very well and needs to hire someone to help her since she was getting busier and busier. After interviewing several candidates, she decided to hire the best one of the group, Mary. And Mary would start next Monday and fill out all of the paperwork at that time. Then a friend of Sally's calls to say she had found the perfect person. Sally explained that she had already hired someone, but the friend insisted, just meet Julie. Who knows? Maybe you might want to hire her in the future. Reluctantly, Sally consented. All right, if she can come in tomorrow, I'll meet with her, but that's all. Oh, I'm so glad. I just know you're going to like her, Sally's friend exclaimed. And Sally did like her a lot. Julie was everything Sally had been looking for and more. In terms of experience, Julie far surpassed any of the candidates, including Mary. On top of that, she was willing to bring in clients that would increase business. But what about Mary? She had already given her word to Mary that she could start on Monday. Clearly, the best business decision was to hire Julie. But what about the ethical decision? Should she hire Mary? whom she already given her word to, or Julie, who is obviously the best person for the job. Depending on who you would ask, you'll get strong arguments for both decisions. So what is the answer? Kenneth Blanchard and Norman Vincent Peale, authors of The Power of Ethical Management, point out there are three questions you should ask whenever you are faced with an ethical dilemma. The first question is it legal? In other words, will you be violating any criminal laws, civil laws, or company policies by engaging in this activity? Two, is it balanced? Is it fair to all parties concerned, both in the short term as well as the long term? Is this a win-win situation for those directly as well as indirectly involved? And three, is it right? Most of us know the difference between right and wrong, but when push comes to shove, how does this decision make you feel about yourself? Are you proud of yourself for making this decision? Would you like others to know you made this decision that you did? So, listeners, what would you do? Hire Mary or Julie? Here's your Smart Moves tip. 
Many times, managers are forced to decide on issues where there are arguments on both sides, a problem that makes ethical decision-making very difficult. So when dealing with gray issues, just one of these questions is not enough. But by taking the time to reflect on all three, you will oftentimes find the answer that becomes very clear. Listeners, do you want to make sure to hire the right people as your business grows? Then get 40 great interview questions to get the best candidates. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Next week's guest is Tom Phillips, President of Effective Arrangements talking about how to enter into business commercial negotiations with confidence, fewer hassles, and more important, how to save money. Tom has over 25 years of commercial experience structuring and negotiating business-to-business agreements with Fortune 500 companies and startups alike. Tune in May 14th at 11 Pacific and 2 Eastern on the Business Channel of the Business Edge to get Marsha and Tom and hear what Tom has to say. Here's a final Smart Moves tip for the coming week. Be a pride builder. A paycheck is what helps people get to sleep at night, not what gets them going in the morning. It motivates employees to an extent, but building pride within a team department, or an entire company is what leads to extraordinary performance from ordinary people. What can you do this week to be a pride builder and a great leader? Let me know. I'll end up with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who ask, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email me, Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidal. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.